Cherry Story. This is Steve Sherlock. I'm the first of the six children Gerald and Rita Sherlock brought into this world. This podcast shares the oral history I recorded with Jerry beginning in 2007 and running about to sometime in 2010. As Jerry's health declined, we recorded less frequently. I kick myself from time to time as we only managed to get from his earliest memory up through to the early 1950s. That was when we, Jerry and Rita's kids, started coming into this world, and the stories would have been really interesting to capture. I am, however, forever grateful for capturing in his voice what we were able to do and to share that with you. For additional information, visit Jerry's story on the internet at jerrysherlockstoryblogspot.com. The music for the intro and exit comes from Through Golden Fields by D. Yan Key. Licensed under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial Sharealike License. July 29th, 2007. This is Jerry Sherlock in furtherance of my life history, because I got a lot of life to go, <laughs> I hope. Uh, so I'm going to read uh, a partial life history as recorded by my granddaughter, Avery Pallotti, at her school. All right, so I was a Marine in World War II. I was born on September 3rd, 1925, in Pawtucket, Rhode Island. Jerry's main hobby as, as a youth was playing baseball with his friends. His, his family members that were in the war were all his sisters and brothers, but his mom and dad stayed at home. When he went to school, he left behind all his friends. Right now, his age is 79. He is my papa and, and lives with me at 286 Harris Road in Smithfield. Jerry Sherlock enlisted in the Marines on October 28th, 1943. His branch of service was the U.S. Marine Corps. She got Corps, C-O-R-E. Oh, said Corp. I'm going to scratch this out. Mr. Sherlock, he did not want to be on a ship or a plane because he wanted to stay on his own two feet on the ground. He felt a lot safer that way and was sure he wouldn't die, and he was right. <laughs> I, I was petrified of getting trapped on a ship or f dropping out of an airplane. His boot camp was on Paris Island in South Carolina. He was trained for about 10 weeks there. Some people may think the food is horrible. Jerry said that he grew to like the food and he gained weight easily. His best buddies were like brothers, but sadly they ended up dying. The names of them were Jones, Reeves, Young, and Duncan. The only way of communications was airmail. Airmail was then was when everybody in the unit gave the captain all their mail for their for their beloveds. Then the captain cut out anything that would give away information for the to the enemy where, about where they were or where they were going. 
Lasser would be loaded on a plane and to be delivered. Jerry missed his family, friends, and his girlfriend. Sherlock's assignments were training messenger rifleman, worked in assault. <laughs> I, I should have proofread this. Oh. <laughs> and worked at a salt signal company. Assault. 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 <laughs> he was located in the Pacific. He was here for two years and was discharged when the war ended in November 1940. In November 1945. Out of the whole, of, out of the whole war he was not injured but caught break bone fever from mosquitoes and neither neither were his family members were hurt either. The war began in 1939. When he was sent home there was an event that should be remembered that was the Pearl Harbor attack. What happened then was what that 360 Japanese planes launched a surprise attack on the naval base at Pearl Harbor. Also, when he was serving, D-Day happened. It was an invasion of Normandy. D stands for secret day or date of planned military operation. There were certain weapons that they had to avoid atomic bombs. They were nuclear energy to create an enormous explosion. The war officially ended because German, Germany and Japan surrendered. The war ended in 1945. Jerry Sherlock had a very unusual experience. He was on Saipan Island in the foxhole with uh, other people. The foxholes were used to hide from the enemy. All of a sudden it started to rain. He and his buddies put their ponchos over their heads to block the rain. While they were waiting for a downpour to stop, an atomic bomb went off and the sand sprayed everywhere. The sand buried them. Since there were other fossils around and every time a bomb, a, a bomb went off and the sand sprayed everywhere, the sand buried them. Since there were other foxholes around and every time a bomb went off, the neighbors are supposed to check each other. This time the others saw them buried and they freed him and his mates. It's, his experience was really fun. Yeah. <laughs> Jerry Sherlock was thrilled when the war finally ended. He celebrated with his family and friends by having a big wild beer party. Some people ran up and down the streets firing rifles. He was, he was glad he didn't die in the fight for victory. After the parting died down, Jerry could, could settle down and stay in one place. So in 1946, he went off to work at a steel mill as an accountant. In his mind, still was commanding officer Lieutenant Chambers, whom he had admired. The war had taught Jerry discipline. Now Jerry Sherlock lives in a, in addition that attached to my house and speaks of his experiences to young children at school. Jerry Sherlock is an amazing man. He helped change the world and made a big difference. Mm -hmm. Hey. Yeah. Hey.